0: G'day. It's Tony Badaline, Chief Executive of Australian Grape and Wine. Uh, Look, we're here to present our latest podcast with Vintage 2021 well underway. We think it's time that we talked about some of the issues around grape harvesting. In particular, the role of transporting grapes is one that's been front and centre of our mind for a couple of years now. Uh, Increasingly, we've had reports of spillages of grapes on roads. Uh, potential damage to that uh, and we've got a lot of discussion about who has the liability and where, where the responsibility lies and what we can do about it. So we're very lucky today in that we've got Yolanda Gower from the National Heavy Vehicle Regulator. Here to speak today. Uh, she's the Senior Safety and Compliance Officer based out of Bury, South Australia. So we've got someone on the ground who deals with these issues every day. She works on the safety and compliance side. They've got compliance duties in the Riverland. So you're probably, if you're from that area, you'll probably run across her. So welcome, Yolande. It's uh, great to have you here and um, uh, uh, we'll look forward to having a bit of a chat.
1: Yeah, thanks, Tony. Thanks for having me. Um, yes, yeah, it's, it's very important that um, we emphasise the safety aspect of uh, carding such unique product as, um, especially machine harvested grapes and, uh, and the issue, issues that could be associated with um, the difficulty of cardage.
0: Yeah, thanks. It's, and it looks like being a pretty big vintage as well. So I think we're gonna have a fair bit of pressure, maybe a little bit later. So it could be a, a little bit while later, it could be a lot of grapes coming on at the time. So I guess one of the things that we're always asked, being asked is what are the grower's responsibilities in relation to the transportation of their product?
1: Yeah, well, we find um, as, as a grower, it's, it's very important that they do realise what their responsibilities are because they can be caught within the, the chain of responsibility. Um, and so essentially it, it's important that when they do organise their, their transport operator that they, um, whether it's through the, the grape harvester contractor um, or direct with a transport operator, that they do some research and try to identify those who, who do have a, a good reputation, those who, who do, you know, try to do the right things to abide by the law. Um, and also, when you do um, organise for these carriers, it's, you know, it's important that you provide them with the information that can assist them um, to be able to do the, the job safely, which, you know, could be the, um, you know, more of an accurate um, record of the, the tonnage of grapes to be carried. You know, this will assist them in determining how many vehicles or how many journeys or, or loads to be carried to the winery. Um and also, as a, as a grower, don't don't put um, expectations, or or try to avoid providing incentives, or you know, to transport carriers, you know, by you know that may encourage overloading, or or to meet you know tight deadlines, um, which which may mean that a driver has to speed, or you know, exceed his driving hours to, to meet those deadlines. So you've got to have a, a, a pretty good communication um, with the with the transport operator. Um, so it's also, you've got to take into consideration things are also providing a safe environment for them. Um, you know, if you do have a property that, you know, it is in a, in a hilly location or, or you don't have, um, you know, if there's very soft shoulders on the side of the property to make sure that, you know, there's some firm level ground that's provided for them to be able to load safely. Um, this will also help them too when they do, um, a lot of trucks these days will, will have some kind of gauge on their, on their vehicle that will give them an indication of, of the masses. So if you do have the real uneven grounds, it does make it hard for them to determine accurately. Um, and also, you know, if, you, if you're contracting an operator that's not familiar with your area, um and depending on the tonnage they may have you know the availability of b doubles or road train vehicles um you just need to take into consideration that um you know is your property or the roads to your property on a b double road train route um you know if if not they will either need to split up the vehicles to to come there and uh you know to load them and, and take them away or you know or or apply for a permit through the nhvr Um, And and that information can be obtained in a couple of locations. One is a a Department of Transport um, website called RAVNET. And on the site, you can uh, select what type of vehicle, whether it's a B-Double road train or certain truck trailers or even PBS, and that will tell you what routes they can travel on. So that gives you an indication to pass that information through. Most good transport operators will be aware of that and they will check that themselves. But you need to communicate that with them. Um, yeah, so basically your responsibilities are into, you know, assisting with information of, of getting that product to the winery safely.
0: Yeah, look, I think that's that's really good advice. And I guess the, the two clear messages that come across to me is that you need to have a bit of planning and you read, you know, because it's all about safety and you really need to do a bit, bit of planning first and get your communication right. And if you get that right, then the rest of it's going to come. So I guess... Yeah, I guess one of the things is that, you know, we don't have these regulations for the fun of it. They're there for a reason. And I think it's really important that people know that we're not, people aren't just asking them to comply with these just because regulation plays. So what, what's the risk of an overloaded vehicle or, and what, you know, what could happen?
1: You know, with the with the nature of the type of product, you know, especially machine-harvested grapes is, there are during grape season, a, you know, a high number of grape spillages. Um, is due to the unfortunate nature of of the load. So, you know, any overloads will more likely, you know, cause spillages. We also got to be aware that um, even if a vehicle isn't overloaded, but you've got a really juicy fluidity product that, you know, during the, you know, the surging of the load during the normal, whether it's gear changing, whether it's braking, whether it's taking a corner, a bit too tightly, you know, may cause the, the load to uh, surge over the, over the side. So the, the vehicles do have to be loaded in the manner which will, you know, prevent that um, or reduce the, the likelihood of, of that occurring. And, and that could mean that just because a vehicle's not overloaded doesn't mean that it may not cause spills. You may need to load it less than what the, uh, the legal mass for that vehicle capabilities are, just so you adhere to the safe loading requirements. Um, and if you've got smaller vehicles, um, you know, we do see some smaller rigid trucks, you know, carrying great product around, and, you, and you've got to be aware of the stability of the vehicles can be affected too. Um, if you've got a, a load which is surging, and, um, you know, could enhance the risk of an, of an incident or an accident. Um, and also these, um, I guess these excess mass laws are bought into to take into consideration that um the road infrastructure can be damaged by the cause if you've got lots of vehicles which are overloaded or especially on axle groups that's a lot of force and and pressure that's putting into the into the uh, road surface so you know all these things are taken into consideration um you know and and plus you know if a driver is caught they can be fined for any of these excess mass loads and uh And not only can he be fined, is is we could, you know, go back through the chain of responsibility. Who had the most influence on this overload occurring? Um, Is it a grower providing inaccurate information? Is it the the loader who put on an extra bucket? You know, we take all those into consideration and we will, and we have previously, we will try to um, put the blame where it should should lie. You know, Um, we will seek others within the chain and, you know, they could receive some kind of fine or penalty or some other kind of compliance action.
0: Yeah, and I guess I mean that, that chain of custody stuff's very important. Everyone's got a responsibility. And the other thing is that a spillage doesn't just cause damage to the, the grapes and the driver, it's the other drivers on the road. And this could cause, you know, a serious injury or harm to someone else. So the responsibility is really there, and it's really important that people do comply
1: yeah that that's definitely an issue that's probably my biggest concern is um, you know I'm a local to the riverland area and you know I have a lot of family and friends and and I've seen you know how slippery these roads can get you know you get a little bit of rain you know and I've I've seen cars spinning out and you know god forbid somebody's on a motorbike and hits a hits a spill and you just don't know what could what could happen so Look, it's really important that we try, that everybody tries to abide by the loading requirements. But, you know, if you do cause a spill, there are numbers that you can call. There's a, you know, a DIPTI um, number or Department of Transport number, um, your local council, you know, report those spills, get them cleaned up as soon as possible. Just think of others and how it can impact others on the road.
0: Yeah, thanks. That's really important. I guess the one of the biggest whinges I get from great growers is that you know how do drivers avoid those long waiting periods at wineries that happens particularly once we get those compressed vintages and, and it, it's full on action.
1: Um, yeah, most most places do. I, I dare say I know I know locally they do. They provide um, a, a basically a delivery time, and uh, because obviously that's the type of product that's been crushed at you know at that at that moment. So it, it is important to try to keep to those delivery times. And, you know, if if a vehicle's been loaded earlier than expected, um, try not to rock up, you know, hours before your delivery time because it's just going to be undue, unnecessary waiting for you, um, whether it's, you know, on the site or they may send you away. Um, and also if, if a location, if you are given a, uh, a loading time and it is in a, a premises with, you know, five or more, Fatigue-related heavy vehicles, which is a you know, which is a, a vehicle in excess of twelve ton. Um, if it is going to be more of a delay of more than thirty minutes, they need to notify you. They need to give you an opportunity to either go away and come back, or whether you know you can make the earlier booking safely, you know, without having to speed or things like that. They need to, to communicate that as well. That is a responsibility of of the, you know the winery or any receivable area. And. Um, you know, try to rest. If there are, um, if there is a period of time that, you know, before a delivery, you know, as a driver, if you you know, you've got a bit of spare time or things like that, you know, it, it may be, you know, pop into a local survey, get yourself a coffee, have a, you know, have a walk around, have a rest or things like that. You know, take those opportunities to move around. Just, just don't sit in your vehicle, you know, at a location and, and. uh because that will adhere to, to fatigue. And as we know, that a lot of these deliveries, um, especially in Riverland area, are conducted at night hours and when people can be fatigued. So you really need to try to manage that. Um, yeah, and if you are running late yourself, you know, something could have happened. It could have been a breakdown, it could have been something. You know, notify the wineries, you know, try to get a new delivery time. Don't, don't speed, don't um, you know, fail to have your adequate rest times. Now, to meet those deadlines because your life and lives of others are far more important.
0: Yeah, and that's a really good point, I think. It, it, this isn't just about, you know, getting product to the winery in time and your deal. It's, it's people's lives and injuries. You, you, you can't compensate for that. Um, so, I mean, I guess is there any, like, legal requirements or, or how do drivers actually manage that fatigue? Um,
1: the important thing is, um, you know, don't exceed your, your work time. You know, even though a lot of this work being conducted is what we call, you know, local area work, it's less than a than hundred kilometres or 160 kilometres from your, your vehicle base when you're, when you're carrying a, a primary product. You need to, um, as a driver, you don't need to maintain those those records of what, what work you have been doing, what rest you've been undertaking, but an operator of that vehicle needs to keep those records and maintain those records. So they need to record that. And, you know, and we will do checks because, you know, we do, you know, there there could be occasions where drivers do work, you know, around the clock and we will do checks with the operator to ensure that, you know, they haven't been exceeding their, you know, the work time on any given day. It's also important to have that 24-hour rest break, you know, within every seven-day period. Um, You know, people got to realise that even if, you know, the grape industry is just a a manic two-month period, you've got to have your downtime, you've got to have time to recuperate. You must also be aware of fatigue in general. You may not have exceeded your work time in regard to driving a heavy vehicle, but if somebody's been, um, you know, on a harvester or or doing something around a property and and then all of a sudden, you know, you've got to jump in the truck and you've already been, you know, working on your property for you know, ten hours or fifteen hours or something like that, and didn't jump in a truck, and you're fatigued in general. You know, you've got to be aware of that. You've got to look after yourself.
0: Yeah, um, look, I think you're absolutely right. I mean, and one of the things, actually, I, we are running out of time, so thank you so much for your time. You've been a real star, Yolanda, on this. You know, we don't often no get rock stars um, on our on our podcast, but and everyone loves to hate the regulator, but just for me, I'd like to say you're doing a fantastic job. For us, it's lives and people are the most important part of the industry, and I hope, if anything, that, you know, if you're out there listening to this, go and talk to your industry association if you want to know something else, talk to the heavy vehicle regulator, and if you get pulled up, make sure you're compliant. So thanks very much, Alette. It's been a fantastic talking to you, and let's do it all again some other time.
1: Absolutely. No worries. Thanks for the opportunity.